Hey church family, Kevin here with today's devotional. You ever find yourself in a situation where it feels like you're pushing a rope uphill? Everything you seem to try to do or alternatively you explore comes up short. It's like trying to navigate around some old Winnipeg neighborhoods in construction season only to run up against road closures and detours. If you grew up there like we did, you'll understand. That's what it felt like us for us in May, at least the early parts, as we were helping our daughter Taylor make her travel arrangements to return home from Honduras. As many of you know, Taylor had taken on a volunteer teaching assignment in a bilingual Christian school in Peque, and the school year finishes up at the end of May. At the start of May, we saw our return flight canceled, which was no surprise given the situation we find ourselves in today. But what seemed so frustrating was that the airlines would post flights and then cancel them repeatedly. And much of the information was suggesting the government was not allowing flights. Not to mention that there was a ban on travel, both within the town and beyond, and only with special permission from the government could you even embark on any travel. Even with the involvement of both Canadian and U.S. embassies, no solutions were presenting themselves. And it seemed like we were going to have to make plans for her to stay there over summer. Seems like this would be a no-brainer in Canada to deal with, but not so in Honduras. So admittedly, uh, this was cause for concern and many sleepless nights as we, and like many of you, were petitioning our Lord for our requests. And we continued forward, planning various arrangements and scenarios, all in good faith that he would open the door to make a way for our daughter to return safely, as well as her two roommates. Uh, that were in the same predicament. In God's good timing, it wasn't until the last week of May that he opened the doors. The Honduran government announced that they were allowing flights and that they needed to be arranged through the embassies. And then bookings were opened up, travel permission letters were provided, their living arrangements for next year were confirmed, storage was provided, and the Lord even provided for the school so that they could make their final stipend payment to the girls to help them cover costs something that they weren't expecting at all. Everything was all set for them to start their journey home on June 1st. And on the evening of the 31st, Carrie woke up two times. Each time the Lord brought to mind this word from Psalms 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. For us, this was a reminder of something we already knew, that God was in control. But at this moment, the be still part really resonated. In some respect, it was like him saying, I've got this, I always had this, just rest. Now the second part of that word, and you know that I am God, also provides a lot of comfort. It brings to mind uh, things like he is sovereign, he reigns over all things, nations, governments, embassies, airlines, he's in control. He's acting and bringing bringing about his good and perfect plan. He is capable and he's all powerful and nothing is beyond him. He is a present help and he is for us, not against us. He inclines his ear to us. He is a giver of good and perfect gifts and he can be fully trusted to do what is right in all circumstances at all times for our good and his glory. I love what A.W. Tozer wrote. A man who comes to the right belief about God is relieved of 10,000 temporal problems for he sees at once that these have to do with matters which at the most cannot concern him for very long. Be still and know that I am God.
church family, I trust that this word will be a comfort and encouragement to you as it was to my family. And by the way, Taylor arrived home on the 2nd, and both her and Carrie are enjoying some time together in quarantine in BC. Praise God.